Good evening, Azeroth, and welcome to episode 181 of the World of Goldcraft. As usual, I'm your host, the Lazy Goldmaker of the LazyGoldmaker.com. Welcome back to the show. If you're following along live, make sure to post any questions you have in the chat. If you're not following along live, then head over to twitch.com slash lazygoldmaker and you can join us next time. Um, so, I'm recording this Thursday, the 24th of November. What does that mean? It means we're like four days out from Dragonflight launch. It's coming on Monday or Tuesday, um, if you're EU. Um, so what are we going to talk about? We're obviously going to talk about the expansion launches. Obviously, what else could we talk about today? What else could I talk about? Nothing, nothing. Um, so the first thing first, expansion launches, the first month-ish, month and a half, two months. Um, always the single most profitable period of WoW. Period. Unless uh, if you're doing power increasing stuff, there's maybe a caveat there. That if you're doing cosmetics, then it's pretty much equally equal, uh, profitable all year long. But this is where you can get rich quick. This is pretty much the only time in the game you can get rich quick. There's a ton of players. Everyone is going from zero to getting their main gear for whatever they care about, uh, or getting the new cosmetics, or getting any of the new stuff that's coming in the expansion. Uh, and this is the time and the things the players are most willing to spend gold on. Um, recent example, obviously, Wrath of the Lich King, classic, uh, just a month ago or two. Um, I managed to five times increase my liquid gold over the first month. Uh, from 7,000 to, uh, well, right now I'm up at 60,000, so it's it's more than that, but it's been a little bit longer since uh, launch as well. Um, and this is playing the game in a relatively casual manner uh, for me. Obviously, I I play the game a bit because I have the <laughs> I have the the content um, side, but I also have a day job and uh, kids, so it's a couple of hours in the evening. Uh, that's that's about it. Um, Shadowlands launch was also extremely profitable, but it took a very long time to pay off. Because I just reinvested all of my profits into leveling more legendary recipes. <laughs> so it took like three months before I made it all back and then suddenly my gold exploded upwards. Um, but this time around, before we go discussing into how things typically play out, you have to put out the big fat disclaimer. Everything is different this time. Not everything, but a lot of things are very different in Dragonflight. Uh, the design paradigm for profession leveling, profession crafting, completely different. Um, and how recipes work with uh, with quality, uh, bind and pickup gear being the only gear you can sell for the most part, and that has to be sold through crafting orders. Um, materials have quality now, what does that mean? There's crafting orders, there's a region-wide auction house for anything that's stackable from the get-go. Um, so... What all of this means is that any like conventional knowledge about how expansion launches typically play out uh, might be wrong, any of it or all of it. Um, so that's that's just it. Everything I say today is, is speculation. It's based on well quite a few years of experience with gold making, uh, but we don't know like how this is going to play out for specific your items, specific crafting, specific gold making niches. No idea. Uh, what I will say is that overall, as I covered last uh, on the last episode, I think it's it's a, looking very profitable. This expansion, very profitable. 
Um, so we'll talk about some stuff uh, that's typically believed. Gathering for the win. Is it? One piece of very convention or conventional wisdom. I personally dislike this. I disagree very vehemently. Um, it's a gathering early on. It's very strong. Um, and it's obviously true that farming is at its most profitable for the entire expansion during the first few weeks. Uh, but so is crafting. And crafting profits can be absolutely wild. Um, as an example, Wrath of the Lich King, uh, first last day of the first fair, this was like uh, two weeks in, one and a half, two weeks in. Uh, I made 8,000 gold in one and a half hour, half hour of crafting Dark Moon cards. I crafted enough Dark Moon cards for a Nobles deck. And I sold that for 8,000 more than I paid for all the materials. So that's like 6,000 gold per hour. Most farming methods were in the 500 to 1,000 gold per hour range. Um, so completely blowing that out of the water. Uh, Shadowlands, crafting and selling a single legendary early on could net you as much as 100,000 gold profit um, for one item. And farming generally peaked at like 100,000 per hour. Um, so farming is good, particularly if you don't have that much gold, because then you can't craft, because you, you won't afford to level your profession early on or be on the, on the bleeding edge. Uh, but historically, crafting has been blowing farming out of the water during every expansion launch I've played. Um, and the opportunity cost of spending like a significant amount of time gathering instead of blasting out profession goods and reposting is gigantic. Um, and I think this is going to be even worse in Dragonflight because of profession knowledge. Before you could maybe like do two weeks of gathering and then swap to crafting and it didn't have any long-term effects. Um, in Dragonflight you have to swap back to, <laughs> to crafting profession so you get all of the weekly knowledge gains or you'll be behind. As, as far as I know, there's no catch-up for knowledge, so you'll be, like, behind forever. Um, so for me, in Dragonflight, gathering only makes sense if you otherwise can't afford to level your crafting profession, or if you like farming. If you like farming, then you farm. But generally speaking, crafting has historically al almost always been better, and I don't see any reason for that not being the case in Dragonflight. Um, it's pretty much we can craft incredibly strong gear. It has to be sold through crafting orders and how that's going to play out, how people are going to prioritize different qualities. That's a big, big question. Uh, but I have zero doubt that people are going to be wanting to buy crafted gear because there's a lot of very powerful crafted gear, particularly with the embellishment effects. So then, the next question maybe: how expensive will leveling professions be? Um, so usually material prices have been fairly low. They, they two, three. Uh, but I'm not sure we'll see that this time around because leveling professions very early on is a lot more important this time than it, it used to be. Um, I want to be level level 50, uh, skill 50 on all of my professions, like as soon as I can, essentially. Why? Because that's when you can start craft everything and you can do crafting orders to get the last couple of skill points up. Uh, bottleneck materials have traditionally been very expensive, as an example, like uh, enchanting was extremely expensive to level during Shadowlands launch. Um, but getting to 50s does not seem super expensive to me for most materials. Um, I'm expecting it to be somewhere in the 100 to 300k range, most likely. Um, but the real expense will be to power level to 100 within the first couple of days. And when I when I say these prices, I'm assuming like not day one prices, but like an average over the first week. Um, 
but, but obviously we'll have to see. So the reason why I'm saying these prices is I just don't see a world where we can sustain material prices so high that 50,000 gold casuals can't get their professions to level 50 or they can't afford to like buy materials to send crafting orders for stuff like profession tools uh, and that kind of uh, those kinds of things. Um, the simple reason I don't think that rich players need that many materials for leveling on. Um, and once they're done leveling, due to how crafting orders work for all of the high-end gear, they might not buy as much materials as they usually do. Uh, instead, more casual players and more people who just want gear might be the ones buying materials. Um, which is going to limit a little bit like the, the price point of materials because it's not going to be like a very huge portion of the demand. It's not necessarily going to be people like me with more than 60 million gold on a single realm. Uh, but obviously I could be completely wrong about this. Um, so we'll just have to see. Now, one thing we've absolutely seen in the past though is that the first to market is going to be the richest. Um, if you're the first one to get a super in-demand recipe, uh, you can print gold. We've seen that every expansion launch I've ever been part of, every patch launch I've ever seen. Seen so many examples. Some of you might have seen, be familiar with Kchak. He's a YouTuber as well, gold maker, much much richer than me. He was the first person on Draenor EU to get the crafter's mark of uh, the first ones in Sarath Mortis, and he made gold cap profit in 24 hours of just reposting stuff for 100,000 gold each. Um, absolutely immense. He was selling items for 90,000 gold profit or something like that. They were selling as fast as he could post them. Um, it was It's pretty incredible. Um, we've seen the same thing with people who are the absolute first with Death Chill Cloak and Classic, uh, making a lot of gold with that. Or people getting the Howling Blast Glyph, day one of Classic. So many examples. If it's something that people want and something that they want now, then they'll be willing to pay a lot for it. And if you're the first person to provide that, then you can. Uh, and due to how profession knowledge works and recipe unlocks and all that stuff, there are so many opportunities to be first to market, like for a given specific quality for an item or being the first to market with a specific quality of consumable. And for anything that's sold on region-wide auction house, okay, you're the first person with quality three flasks or files as they're called this time around. <laughs> Who's going to want to buy from you? Literally everyone who wants a quality three file on the entire region can now only buy from you. Uh, the potential is through the roof for being first to market. Um, I, I can't give you like specific recipes that are going to be the absolute best to target. I haven't even read through all of the PVE guides in terms of what people should be gearing. Um, but uh, overall, it's looking like this is the... <laughs> the expansion for barriers to entry like there's so many barriers to entry for any given item at a higher quality than quality one um and you're only going to be competing with a small number of other crafters so i think the the raw potential from that is just huge um and i don't think that like the fact that gathering is usually worse than crafting and the fact that being the first to market is the king i don't think any of those things are going to change in Dragonfight personally um, and the reasons why I don't think they're going to change is that for gathering, why I think crafting is going to be super profitable, is because crafting is incredibly complex in, um, in Dragonflight. How do you pick the right knowledge tree? How do you pick the right craft? How do you, set, how do you make sure you're making a profit? 
how do you sell stuff? Do you sell, how do you price your stuff if you're selling personal orders and they're just providing the BOP stuff? Uh, can you source your materials cheaper? If you have min-max with multiple alts and a full supply chain, there's so many opportunities to optimize better than your uh, competition. And there's also so many opportunities to just make the wrong choices. Um, so overall to me, it's like, this is the the hardcore crafters or the people who are very invested into professions. This is their playground, this expansion. This is just our, uh, our time to have fun. Um, whether or not that turns into like super expensive items or not, I'm not sure. But I think that the the profits that we sh we should be able to derive should be very significant. I think first to market. I think it's going to be in a lot of cases you'll be alone for a longer period of time, or perhaps not alone, but you'll be a, a smaller amount of competitors for a longer period of time. Uh, just due to the fact of how knowledge works, you need to keep on top of knowledge on every crafter that you want to have. Uh, which means that however many crafters you have is how many you have time to keep on top of all of the weekly and daily knowledge gains or whatever. I'm going to go into the expansion with four characters. I might add more if it turns out I have time to keep on top or like almost optimal. Um, or I might even scale down if I can't be bothered doing one of them because um, alchemy engineering is not something I'm expecting. <clears throat> so um, there's just a ton of opportunities this time around. Um, a ton of them. So I'm looking uh, I'm looking forward to this. I think that um, I'll be doing the same thing I usually do. I'll be looking to power level my professions early on, uh, get to max level, unlock all of the good recipes, keep on top of knowledge to make sure I can always craft good stuff, and um, then buy all my materials on the auction house as usual. Um, but uh, this time around, I have you have to stay flexible. You have to be willing to pay attention to the markets and change rapidly when something changes. Um, and that's um, that's pretty much it. So I see we have one question over in Twitch chat from Mythicus. So with the crafter knowledge, is it possible to swap professions constantly on one tune? Um, you don't lose the knowledge points. They stay the same. But if you drop your profession, you have to start over from skill one. And you have to level all the way to 100 again. Um, which is going to be prohibitively expensive in most cases. Because getting to uh, 100 requires you to put in... Uh, um, from 50 to 100 will generally require, like for blacksmithing, that's crafting 50 um, epic items. That's the easiest way. But you can't craft 50 quality 1 epic items. And if you're not actually max skilled and your quality, the available quality you can craft at is much lower. Um, so I'd be very surprised if swapping around is actually viable. Uh, but I do believe you keep your knowledge. But I would uh, be very surprised uh, because losing out on all of the skill points, like getting to 100, it's going to be hard. It's going to take dedicated effort to get to skill 100. Um, and having skill 100 is a huge advantage over your competition. Uh, who, if anyone doesn't have that, you unlock all of the profession trees, all of the skill trees, which is very, very strong. Um, so yeah, I don't really see uh, uh, swapping around being viable. So that's it, guys. That's it for this week. Thanks for uh, for watching or listening. Um, make sure. You, uh, come join me on Twitch next week. I'll be streaming as much as I can during launch. Uh, and we'll try to make a lot of gold during the first couple of weeks of, um, of Dragonflight. So yeah, thanks for watching. See you on the next episode.